Welcome to the Behind the Glasses podcast. This is the podcast where we share our journey of running Glamour Glasses. Join us as we share our successes and challenges and provide valuable insight for other entrepreneurs. Hello and welcome to the Behind the Glasses podcast. This is episode number three, a long form episode that we do weekly. And today we're going to be talking about habits that have really improved our business and our lives. We're going to present three each and walk through how we implemented them, how they benefit, how they've benefited us. And how we're continuing to work with them, I guess, as well. Yeah. So I'm your host, Stefan Smiljanic. It's lovely to have you with us here today. With me is my beautiful girlfriend, business partner, and co-host, Vivian Velasco. Hello. How are you, Vivian? Good. How are you? Very well. Thank <laughs> you. Very well. So let's get us started. Let's do it. What's your first habit that's really changed your life, Vivian? Um, as a person that comes from a different cultural background and also didn't have the best eating habits. Mm. Um, one of it is eating better quality foods, right? like better macronutrients food, including vegetables. I cannot tell you how like little vegetable I used to eat growing up and, um, yeah, just loving adding vegetables to every meal and protein to every meal as well. And I'm not running away from any macros or like fats and carbos, carbohydrates are of course really good, but I just want to like inc- improve the quality of foods that I eat. Mm. It just makes my body feel better. Have you felt that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, micronutrients are really important. Yeah. Um, I think it's easy to underestimate how much of an impact they have on your body. Yeah. Because if you have them in sufficient levels, then you're normal. Yeah. But if you have a deficit, that's really when, you know, the health problems start to appear and they can manifest in many different ways. Exactly. And like when you eat something like that you've been craving a lot, but it's extremely unhealthy mm. versus when you eat something that's extremely healthy and you just feel your body like is getting this burst of nutrients and you yeah. start feeling better. Like you naturally have better mood. Um, you know, your body works better. Mm. Yep. So yeah, that's, Sorry, that's, I'm, I'm distracted. We we got <laughs> our chief cu- cuteness officer is running a havoc over here. <laughs> Luna, don't you do that. <laughs> if you're watching this video, <laughs> you're going to see a lot of like cute fluffy paws around um, being very playful. <laughs> yes. Yes. We, chief cuteness officer is definitely cute, but very, uh, disruptive <laughs> <laughs> for podcasts yeah she's so adorable I can't she's very adorable all righty what is your habit that has changed your life well i mean there's there's multiple i think ever since being with you uh i've never been a morning person mm-hmm. naturally i stay up really late um and just like obscene hours you know 2 3 a.m and then wake up and 11 a.m that was my routine during university So getting up at like five, six in the morning, going to the gym has been amazing. I dreaded going to the gym after work, Mm -hmm. uh, especially when I started working full time in a different area that I was used to uh, growing up. Yeah. The gym was really busy and I'm talking really busy. 
So I just had to wait for machines and I was never accustomed to that. I always went to these quiet gyms and really late hours, you know, I used to work, you know, until 11, 12 p.m. at Coles for six years when I was at uni. And I would go to the gym after that. So I would go to the gym in the midnight. There'd be yeah. no one. Um, so that that's probably the biggest thing. Like getting your workout in first thing in the morning has just really starts your day right. Yeah. Uh, uncaffeinated workout yep. is what I do. It's so much better. Um, you know, those pre-workout stimulants, it's like having three or four coffees, which is great for the first couple of months, but you just get so used to it. You yeah, know, you get know. addicted to it and then... Yeah, I mean, it, it, it becomes your baseline. So if you stop taking it, then you feel really shit yeah. when you work out. Um, and also, how good do you feel when you're working, you know, on your normal job and you mm. know that you've already worked out? Exactly. You have this amount of energy and these happy hormones because you just worked out as well. Yeah. You're relaxed, you um, are in a better headspace to produce a better work. Mm. And then when you finish tired and, you know, you want to go back to your home, you don't have to like go and get yourself to the gym. Exactly. It just feels amazing. Exactly. <laughs> and you have a shower right before work as well. So you feel fresh. Yeah. Ready for the day. Like Fresh, clean. I, I really savor the shower after workout. Yeah. Because I'm like, man, getting up sucked, you know. Working out is fun to some degree, but usually you're pretty fatigued. Mm -hmm. But then when you get in the shower, it's like, oh, yeah, this, I do this. Yeah. It feels so good. Exactly. But um, I, I think I stole your habit there because I know that that's one that you're, you've definitely been uh, doing. Well, we've, we've been doing it together, right? Yeah, we've been doing it together. You, you were doing it prior to us being together, but... Yeah, but I'm still working on it. Yeah, <laughs> The hardest part is like getting to the gym, getting out of bed, really. Getting out of bed is the hardest part for me. Like the exchange of the few minutes I get in bed mm. versus how good I feel after I've gone to the gym and I've showered and I go to work feeling refreshed, happy. And, you know, like you achieve something important that day. Yeah. I feel like I still battle with the those five more minutes of bedtime mm. you know like or that extra hour of bedtime because i feel like it's going to make me feel better during the day but mm. it's actually not i always regret it yeah so yeah that's one thing to keep working on to just keep making it constant definitely and yeah i, I think so that i don't steal your habit <laughs> <laughs> i think the biggest one of the biggest takeaways from yeah, going to the gym in the morning is actually going to bed at night yeah. early and your nighttime routine, you know, winding down before bed. Because there's no way you can wake up at five in the morning uh, without having a good night's rest and going to bed when you should have gone to bed. Yeah. Because it's, it's, I'm not one of those people that can survive on seven hours of sleep consistently. Yeah. I need eight, eight and a half hours. And if I get that, I'm good. But don't, not good. Yeah. <laughs> I get it for a couple <laughs> nights in a row. But otherwise, um, yeah, it, it really, like I just feel like low battery mode. So yeah, um, yeah, it's it's tough getting to bed early, but I think that's something I've definitely improved with you and and you know, it's we, definitely life changing. Yeah, and we've had our phases, but I think one of the key things here that I've learned, um, you know, implementing going to the gym early and and going to bed late, mm -hmm. you have to keep that across the weekend as well. Yeah. You know, it's easy to just say, oh, it's the weekend. I'm going to go party and stay up super late, you know, 2, 3, 4 a.m. But if you go to bed at 5 a.m. on Saturday. You already Sunday morning, mess up your entire yeah. sleeping routine. I, 
I envy you if you can go to the gym Monday morning at 5 a.m. <laughs> but I, honestly, even if you can, that's great. But is it really sustainable? I think the whole key is you know, making it sustainable. So it's all about, yeah. all about kind of managing your time and, and figuring out what's most important because yeah. it's really hard to just go, you know, it's hard to not fully commit. Or, or how should I put this? You have to fully commit. Yeah, you can't just have this balance of oh yeah, I'm going to party hard on the weekends and then train every morning. At least for me, so I found that you have to. Make At least our sacrifice. age, I'm I'm sure a 20, 21 year old, it's going to be oh, yeah. okay doing that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're not that old, guys. <laughs> I didn't give two shits about going to the gym in the morning when I was twenty, twenty one years old. I didn't give two shits about eight hours of sleep <laughs> when yeah. I was twenty, twenty one. Yep. And I would still function, but yeah, I think at this time and age is yeah, it is it's a bit harder. So creating those routines definitely helps. Oh, and and one other thing that I'm trying to do now. So on Saturdays and and Sundays, I'm trying to do like uh, at home workout mm-hmm. so that I'm training seven days a week. So Monday to Friday gym in the mornings, then Saturday Sunday just a quick twenty minute workout of push ups, planks, and um, some auxiliary exercises um so we'll see how that goes i've only been doing that for a couple weeks um but i I really think training seven days is good because you can really maximize your muscle gain with just a quick you know workout Mm -hmm. it's really interesting how the body works you know you don't need to be doing two three hour workouts that's really you know that's like a maximalist approach but i want to be more of that minimalist yeah i'm curious to know why um, or what are the benefits of doing it seven days a week? Because one thing that you commonly hear about in the industry is that your muscles to grow also need a lot of rest. It's, it's really your nervous system that actually needs a rest. Mm-hmm. So if you're lifting heavy, don't lift heavy seven days a week. That's a recipe for disaster. You'll get injured, guaranteed. Yeah. So, you know, that's why you have loading periods and then deloading. Yeah. Um, so when you build up to maximum and then you, you deload to give your muscles a rest. So that's all valid, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's valid to say you need to have two days or one day or whatever where you don't work out. Yeah. I think your body is more than capable to recover fully and to you know, maximize muscle regrowth if you're eating the right foods. Mm-hmm. That's way more important than training, yeah. to be honest. Um, you do it seven days a week. So that's my take. I mean, there's a lot of fitness people out there. I'm not a fitness influencer. I used to research it a lot. No, but I'm curious to know because yeah. because you I know how much research you do on things before you try them on. Yeah. So yeah, it's good to know like that you're not you're lifting heavy, you know, three, four days a week. And then the other days it's a bit lighter or you do these, you know, quicker forms of exercise just to keep the muscles, mm. I guess, warm. <laughs> no, it's not to keep the muscles warm. It's to work out what I don't work out during the week. Yeah. So for example, planks. I don't train abs. I have pretty, like my core is pretty strong um, because I used to train a lot of sit-ups and push-ups mm-hmm. when I was younger. Um, so I, I don't train abs at all at the gym. So really just, you know, the Saturday and Sunday is just to kind of get back into the, into the swing of you know, having an even stronger core mm-hmm. and working on those auxiliary muscles, ancillary muscles that really don't get trained as much during the week. Um, with my core exercises and the way that I look at it is I do 20 minutes of exercise I'm probably going to get 
way more in muscle growth in returns for those 20 minutes. Yeah. Plus I'm going to feel better because I still get those, you know, serotonin and endorphins and adrenaline and increased yeah. testosterone from training anyway. Yeah. So that, anyway, that's, that, that's how I view it. I, I think, I think it's a good approach and I think it's just to reinforce the habit of training. So yeah, that's good. Um, in going back to the, like sleeping, sleeping early, mm. um, one of the habits that has changed my life as well has been to put my phone away from my bedroom. Okay. And this is one that you taught me. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, no, I had to have my you know, phone next to me um, so I can listen to the alarm or whatever excuse I was saying to my head. Vivian sleeps <laughs> like a rock. Yeah. And I, I get, I'm pretty light sleeper. So whenever her phone would receive messages during the night and she would receive messages always during the night, yeah. the screen would light up and it would Mostly having off. family on the other side of the world. So yeah. they're messaging me at times where I should be asleep in Australia. <laughs> yeah, and they don't exactly. expect me to read them straight away, but they still light up the room <laughs> with exactly. the notifications. So. But I think the reason why this has been life-changing not for the notifications, because that doesn't affect me. No, no, but that's the reason why I yeah. wanted to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the reason it changed my life is because, first of all, I put my phone in my living room and I put it on charge there and I just put the volume of the alarm pretty high so I can hear it, you know, in the morning. But one thing it has done is I'm not looking at my phone straight, like, before I go to bed. It's making me create that habit of, like, reading a book or doing something that... um I don't know. It's just outside of that screen time that's going to affect my sleeping routine after or is going to affect my biological clock um, or, or, you know, all those things. But also it makes me get out of bed to turn off the alarm. And I think that's that has been completely life changing. You know, like I need to like stay out of the bed to turn off the alarm and it makes it a little bit harder for me mm. to, you know, snooze it. Yeah. Yeah, because it's so easy to just roll over and turn the alarm off. Yeah, turn the snooze bottom up and, and that's it, you know. I get my five minutes of, of sleep and then my five minutes of sleep and then my five minutes of sleep and then, and then you know, one and a half shit. hour later, I had a shit sleep. I didn't go to the gym. It just reinforces that bad habit. Mm. Yeah, and it's interesting because I, I got into the same bad habit of being able to turn my alarm off consistently mm-hmm. while half asleep yeah. like dazed and yeah it just means that <laughs> there's times when i put on three four five alarms early in the morning and i've missed them and then i've woken up at like 9 30 a.m on a working day <laughs> <laughs> and i was like shit yeah not that's not good but that's the problem with having your phone close to you exactly it's exactly just, it's, it's amazing what your brain can do. You could basically fully asleep, just turn off the alarm and go back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Um, do you have any other habits that have changed your life? I think the next one for me is um, organization and keeping mm-hmm. things simple. So when I was growing up, I was pretty unorganized. I mean, my room was always a mess. Um, I could never be bothered just putting clothes away mm-hmm. and you know kind of just taking a couple minutes to sort my shit out i would always have like this big cleaning event mm-hmm. every couple <laughs> of months where i basically tear down my whole bedroom and wardrobe and reassemble it and put everything back into place and then it would last like two weeks and then it would be back to a mess i don't know if you guys can relate but 
Because you let it pile it up and, and then it will make it a bigger exercise to clean than if you just yeah. clean it as you go. Exactly. And one of the reasons I started doing this was, you know, Jordan Peterson with the whole make your bed yeah. statement. You know, if you can't take the time to make your bed in the morning, to have your room look tidy, how do you expect to like accomplish anything during the day? Yeah. If such a simple task is so out of reach for you. Mm-hmm. And I really think that resonated with me because, you know, the unorganization in my room and in my life was a reflection of my unhappiness or dissatisfaction with what I was doing, mm-hmm. so to speak, um, which is a little bit deep, but, yeah. you know, I haven't reflected on it too much. So I'm taking this with a grain of salt. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do think there was something that was kind of missing in my whole being back then. So I just didn't really care about those sort of things, you know. And I think it, it, it goes to show, at least for me, that if I keep things organized and if I try to simplify things in my life, it just kind of makes me happy. And I, and I feel a lot more aligned with where I'm trying to go because I'm not worrying about, you know, having a messy this or that or mm-hmm. having to clean something up before I use it again or yeah. you know, clean it before um, I need to you know, see it or whatever. And it, yeah, I, it's a small thing, but it's interesting because it, it's definitely helped me keep my headspace clear as well. And that's another thing a lot of like kind of psychologists and, and yeah. entrepreneurs talk about. It's about your environment shapes your mental space. Yeah. So yeah. If you have this unorganized mess everywhere, the reflection as well of the unorganized mess in your head, yeah. um, which could be true. I think for me, it is to some extent. And, I, and I've, you know, I used to have like my room really messy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I kind of had my office and then my office was really tidy. Mm-hmm. But my room was still messy. But now I just try to keep everything tidy, like from my car to my room to, you know, every, every, every living space and kitchen, you know, after I cook, eat, clean, everything tries to, I try to put it away. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's such a simple thing, but I really think it's had a positive impact on how I, think and how I use my environment. And when you make your environment, so let's, let's think about this in a productivity way as well. Mm. Um, you know, we spend all this money in ergonomics and having the nice chair that's comfortable and the screens, making sure that you have the screens, you know, aligned and everything's like set up for success, but then you have a mess all over it. Imagine how that affects your productivity as well. When you are trying to, you know, focus on something, but you have mm. all this mess around you. Um, yeah, it just doesn't let you do the tasks that you need to do and procrastinate. Yeah, exactly. And it's interesting because I, I remember when I was in those in that messy stage, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of these stages where I had these bad habits was in my university years and high school years. Yeah. And it felt so good when I tidied everything up. And yeah, like you said, you know, a lot of these habits that we're talking about is how we improved our life, you know, our business and and how it affected our productivity. And I definitely think it did affect my productivity because mm-hmm. simple things like you just need something and then you can't find it. And then you get frustrated. And then, you know, that little frustration means that you get distracted or, or all of a sudden you, you, you know, once want to go do something that's easier because you're, you're draining your willpower that, you know, you have like a limited reserve of on just doing a simple freaking task. Like I really think, a key point here is reducing the friction to do 
the things that you need to do every day. Yeah. You know? That's what James Clear yeah, says. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just simplifying that. Yeah. And then just focusing on the things that actually matter mm -hmm. rather than being stuck in this like busy work or, you know, this tidy up or whatever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. And um, talking about that is also um, the limited amount of willpower that you have mm. every day. So if you take out the friction of the things that you probably will dread the most to do mm. and to make them easy for you to do, you're going to, you're more likely to do them and make that better decision. Whereas if you make the bad habit easier for you, you're just going to, you know, get onto that instead. And that's going to be easier for you than the good habit that you want to mm. build. Exactly. And what's, what's your next? Um, one that I'm still working on and yeah, very relevant to the type of business that we run is the amount of time I spend on my phone. Mm. Like it's interesting in this digital world, how distracted we constantly are and we don't allow ourselves to be bored. And when we, when we like, when I am personally bored. That's when I get the most and better ideas or how I can optimize my life, my business. I can improve myself. I can clean up my mind mm. and clear up my ideas and all of that. So all of that just to say, I want to spend less time on my phone. And yep. I've slowly been creating habits that make it harder for me to spend that much time on my phone. Like I recently installed an app on Instagram that makes me take a few deep breaths before it allows me to get on Instagram. And it okay. just creates a friction of me just going in automatic, like, you know, automatic motion, you know, clicking on that Instagram button and start scrolling mindlessly yeah. because it makes me stop and think, do I really want to open this app right now? Or am it, I just it bored? It breaks that cycle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but that has been working really well. I've been spending a lot, like considerably less time on Instagram. However, as usually, you know, you you get rid of a bad habit by creating a new one. So I've been noticing that when I'm bored, mm. now I um, open other apps that are, don't have the same level of friction. So yeah. now I, I go on Facebook and I scroll on Facebook. So the same amount of time that I was spending on Instagram, now I'm spending it on Facebook. And I was giving myself the excuse of, you know, on Facebook, I am learning for from like like-minded people in business because I'm all in all these like group of women in business and I am filling myself with ideas and things I could implement in the business. So I was telling myself the version of, you know, I'm, I'm consuming better content, but at the end of the day, I'm still consuming content and I'm still mindlessly scrolling. Mm. Um, so yeah, I just want to spend less time on my phone. And I think the way I'm gonna, you know, create this better habit is, by doing activities that don't require me to be on my phone and in a way that I can, you know, um, still get ideas for my business. So for example, journaling mm. helps a lot with that. Like yeah. I can open my book and start journaling and I just get so many ideas of things that I can implement for the business, even more than just going on Facebook and reading at other people's, you know, concerns and problems around their own businesses. So yeah, that's, that's one thing that I want to implement. I want to spend like an hour a day max on my phone. Currently I'm spending less than four, which is still better than last year. I was spending almost six every, every day. I think my eyebrows are raised <laughs> above my hairline. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When you said you wanted to spend less than one hour a day. 
Yeah. Like, like living, obviously living with you, I know a lot of your habits and we both definitely have phone addictions. I'm not going to call myself innocent here. Mm. Uh, it's different though. I uninstalled Instagram three weeks ago. Yeah. Maybe even more, probably a month now. And you're like the happiest you've ever been. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't actually know why I uninstalled it. I think a lot of the times I used Instagram, I was just thinking, I don't care about any of these people. Yeah. And that's the sad truth. Like I would go on there and I would look at, you know, my close friends stories and maybe one or two influences that I really like their content. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them being Alex Homozi. Shout out to him. He's a legend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I would look at like, you know, those whatever, several 10 or so stories. And then after that, it's just people I don't care about or random people I met or like all of this noise. Yeah. You know? and it's pure noise. That it's just noise. And, and, uh, and I see these stories and then, you know, you, you, you start to build this picture of these people but then also you know that they're not like that. So then you're like, oh, why are they trying to portray this? And then you have all of this like internal dialogue <laughs> about these people. I don't know. I'm a very analytical person. So yeah, I, I yeah. can't see something and not question it or try to understand it. So yeah. I can't just look at a story and go, oh, yeah, she looks cute and then move on. Yeah. Like <laughs> it doesn't quite work like that. I'll think about some different aspects or whatever. <laughs> I guess the point that I'm trying to make is a lot of that time was just consuming this noise and I've just, and I, and I didn't even follow that many people, right? I've got like 200 followers and I follow like similar number. Yeah. So I'm not like, you know, having tens of thousands of p- accounts that I'm looking at, but it's still just something that I cut out and I was like, I just want to see how this feels for a couple of weeks and it's fantastic. But however, the point I was trying to make here is that you use it a lot. Yeah. And you have completely different perspective to me on this whole like noise and, and like, yeah, I mean, I'm a very sociable person yeah, and I love connecting to people. Also half of the people I follow live, you know, overseas, you know, where I'm from and, and other places. And I, I like to stay connected to those friends because even though we're not as close anymore, since I moved to Australia, they're still Mm. my close friends. Like I still consider them my, my close friends. And also I love showing (laughs) my life. I love, You know, I, I love keeping people up to date with what I'm doing and, and showing them, you know, that pretty view that we saw or the nice wine that we drank or photos of little Luna, you know, when we got her. So that's how I use social media. I'm the I'm complete opposite. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I post, I think the last time I posted on Instagram was a year ago for your graduation. Yeah, I think so. No, when we went to the snow. Oh yeah, for the snow. Sorry. Also almost a year ago. Nine months ago. <laughs> The time before that was my graduate was your graduation, and time before that was probably something camping. else. I don't know. I don't remember. I yeah. We just have yeah. So like your personality yeah really suits the content and the whole point of Instagram yeah. Like I didn't even spend anywhere near as much time as you did on the app yeah. Um, but, but what I still I'm... cut it out and and, yeah. and and I never really posted on it, so I was just consuming rather than. Yeah, should be creating as a business person, and even like <laughs> now filming this and talking, it doesn't feel comfortable. <laughs> yeah, like I know that, I know that it sounds pretty good. Like we got decent microphones now and stuff, um, and and I feel relaxed. Like I'm not tense mm-hmm. talking to you, obviously, um, but it's still not my natural state. And I and mean, I really want to learn how to 
book. Yeah, creating content. Articulate myself. You know, like a lot of people um, say, oh, they're just a content creator. Like mm. it's an easy job. You know, who doesn't want to be all day at home just creating no. content? And believe me, this this is harder than it looks. Way harder. And to like look comfortable in the camera. Like right now, even right now, we're like trying to like sit down in positions I'm that I'm trying I'm, not to think about how. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we're we're derailing from from the topic. Um, yeah, but I think it's an interesting. I think it's an interesting thing to discuss. Yeah, because like it, it all relates to like why we're doing this. Why are we building this habit of creating content? Mm-hmm. Right. If I go back on Instagram, it's going to be to create more content. It's going to be to try to you know create a personal brand or at least to create some content around my business, myself, you know, what yeah. I've learned, what I'm implementing, because I know that these things are important. These are universal yeah. skills for business. And and also it helps so many people. Mm. Like, you know, how we get inspired as well on, yeah. on our own businesses is based on content creators that have inspired us, you know, that they can, they did it and yeah. they learned this lesson so we can as well. Um, and yeah, I think, Consuming better content that you learn from and all of that, it's very important. But yeah, the habit of staying away from your phone and being a bit more present is extremely valuable to me. I noticed as well, like from when my mom came a few weeks ago, that she obviously, she hasn't um, thought about, you know, being Mm. more present or anything like that. It was just me, you know looking at her habits compared to mine now that I live here and I've been working on that. And yeah, simple things like having your food and, you know, talking to the person that's next to you or, or just so having your, or just having your meal yeah. and you chew your food and enjoy the flavor of it. You know, simple things like that, that people don't do anymore. Like you can't really eat your meal anymore without having some sort of screen or a person, you know, in the background or listening to something even if it's a podcast, even if you're learning things, like you're still yeah. getting distracted. It's it's interesting. It's there's a lot to unpack with what you just said. <laughs> my mind, my neurons are firing on every dimension. Because yeah, like what you've just said has is it's hit a, a resonant note with me, right? Yeah. Because one of the things that I've realized is the simple things matter. And I genuinely mean this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, a simple thing like sitting down and recording this podcast and doing something to get yourself out of your comfort zone, it actually matters. Like it's easy to dismiss it as, as like, oh, I won't do that. Like it's too much effort or, you know, it's, it's, I, I can spend my time better elsewhere. Yeah. Like you can, but the thing is, if it makes you uncomfortable, you should do it. And, and, and doing things like you're saying, like staying mindful, that's another thing that I'm trying to implement as well, because I can't not consume content. And don't get me wrong. There's some great times to consume content when I'm yeah. driving to work audiobooks love it highly recommend it you get to like like i become a little bit more present because i try to like listen to exactly what the voice is telling me you know Mm -hmm. the narrator how they're speaking i'm kind of repeating it in my head so i'm not so focused on traffic and you know trying to overtake people and you know getting anxious or stressed from this traffic Mm -hmm. so that's that's a great time to consume content yeah but yeah definitely with youtube I have a big addiction and I will watch it while on the toilet on, you know, when I'm eating or, you know, even when I'm just like before bed. Um, mm-hmm. So those simple things definitely do matter. Yeah. And, and that's kind of those two things, you know, being present and, and doing what's uncomfortable 
It's definitely something I resonate with, with what you've said, because I'm trying to do those pretty damn hard. <laughs> and uh, yep. I know, I know it's going to pay big dividends in the end. Like you, one thing, one quote I heard the other day, mm-hmm. um, which really I thought about a lot was how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yeah. And I was like, shit, that's pretty true. You know, if you're disciplined in your life and if you're disciplined in your business and achieving your goals, you can't be undisciplined in your diet or you can't be undisciplined in the way you spend money, right? Because mm-hmm. it actually is kind of like a... a it's who you are. It's who you are. Exactly. exactly. Thank you. Yeah. It, it's, it's part of your being to, to have these habits and they're all just little things that stacked up and compounded over time. Mm-hmm. And this goes back to the one you said about the micronutrients as well. Taking supplements, right? If you buy some multivitamin supplement, because you may or may not be deficient, doesn't really matter. But if that gives you like a 1% improvement, it's kind of worth the 10 cents a tablet that you take every day. Because that 1%, you know, of a, a, a big long period of time mm-hmm. can compound and really increase. I think what, what in James Clear's book, if you're 1% better every day, you become like 10 times better or something by the end of the year. Don't quote me. It's something like that. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, micronutrients are not going to all of a sudden make you make a million dollars. But the concept is the same that I'm trying to present here. You know, yeah. it's, it's just those well, little I'm, things. Well, I mean, it could. Yeah. Because if, you, if the micronutrient helps you function better during the day and it's going to save you money on, you know, health and going to hospital or ended up in, you know, your own physical health, but also helps your productivity um, and how you focus and how you prioritize your task and the amount of tasks that you are able to do a day because you're not that tired. Mm. You're having great sleep and all of that. That might make you a million dollars. Oh, for sure. And if if it just costs like 10 cents a day, why wouldn't you do it? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's interesting. It's definitely I'm trying to implement. And, and the other one that really resonates with me, I think Marcus Aurelius says, says this one. Again, don't quote me. I'm bad <laughs> at quotes. I'm bad at people's <laughs> names. Another thing I'm trying to get better at. But the obstacle is the way. So similar with the, with the simple things, you know, trying to make everything neat and organized. Mm-hmm. When you finish eating, when you finish working out, or when you wake up in the morning, you don't want to go to the gym. You don't want to wake up early. Like, but that's what you need to do. Yeah. And deep down, you kind of know that. And that also goes along with like someone that has their life together that's making millions of dollars. You know, they're not doing random things without logic or, or reason or habit to build behind those. Mm-hmm. You know, they're doing the things that they know they should be doing. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of what I'm trying to implement is the obstacle is the way, you know, if you don't want to do something, just go and do it. It's, it's not going to be that hard. And even if it sucks or you fail, you should kind of expect that, but you're going to get better, you know? And, yeah. and there's always going to be a reward at the end of it. Yeah. Um, like these podcasts, you know, when I go and edit this podcast, I'm going to be like, Jesus Christ, the audio is shit. I sound like <laughs> shit. I look slouched. And what is this framing? And I'm just going to pick it apart completely and destroy myself. Like, I'm not even going to get offended what you guys say about me because I've probably already heard it before and thought of it myself because <laughs> so, I'm my harshest critic by far. Um, but I know that doing this today in one year's time, I'm going to be like, that was worth it. 
in 10 years time, I know 100% that's going to be worth it. Yeah, exactly. And it's just going to, it's not just about presenting and being better on camera and, and, you know, having better conversations and being a better host and la la la. It's also about just like articulating the way you speak to people, to friends, you know, making connections, growing as a person, growing as a person. That's all part if of If you it. don't put yourself in those uncomfortable moments, yeah. you're never going to grow as a person. Yeah. What was the quote? I'm also terrible at quotes, but you're um, oh, the one that, that says something along the lines of you are... <sighs> forget about it. I, I, I forgot the quote. <laughs> It'll come back to you. <laughs> it will co- if it comes back to me, I'll, I'll, I'll say it in, in this podcast. Um, but yeah, I was thinking a lot about imposter syndrome as well on this topic mm. because you usually have imposter syndrome when you're doing things out of your comfort zone, but usually it is a good sign because it means that you are growing, that you're mm. taking yourself out of that comfort zone and you're becoming a different person. So you're evolving. Well, uh, yeah. Again, that resonates with me. But sorry, <laughs> I won't interrupt. <laughs> yeah, so I was going to say is, you know, when... Right now, we probably have a bit of imposter syndrome yeah. with this podcast because we both feel like, you know, who's going to want to listen to us and why, what's special about us that... Yeah, ever, they could anyone... be listening to like a real podcast. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> real experts on topics. <laughs> Not just <laughs> some two guys from Adelaide. <laughs> some couple that's like, yeah. Into self-development and it's, business. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey, we have these conversations hey, ourselves. Hey, but one day we're going to be that person that people should listen to that we're making the joke about them should be listening to right now. Yeah, because we decided to get started exactly. and create that momentum. Exactly. The hardest part is getting started. God damn, it's hard. But How good is it being good. though, like doing this with you, that we push ourselves, you know, every weekend we decided that every weekend we're going to film these episodes. And, yeah. it, and we're creating this habit of doing it together. And because of that, you know, we have each other. <laughs> We've kind of done it. Yeah. Well, we're creating that momentum. Definitely. And I think it's, yeah, it's really rewarding doing it with someone else. Mm-hmm. You know, business by itself is hard. Self-development by itself is hard. You kind of need, well, it's best to get started with someone else. Yeah. And the best analogy I can think of with this is when I started going to the gym, I would only go with my friends. You know, there was one or two guys that I would go with and every mm-hmm. workout we'd catch up and we'd go there. And eventually I realized the catching up is fine. But I really enjoy the gym. So if they couldn't make it, I would still go. And yeah. then eventually like I would just go by myself. And now like we go together, mm-hmm. but I haven't been training with anyone for the last five years. Yeah. Um, you know, occasionally I go with friends and whatever, but that's the exception to the rule. And I think it's a great thing to do, you know, together to start this podcast together, mm-hmm. to start, you know, personal brands together, to start a business together. Like you just kind of feed off each other's energies. Um, and it's, it's really worked out for us, I think. And even though a lot of people look at us like we're crazy because we're in a relationship <laughs> and then we do business and then spend our weekends recording podcasts, <laughs> uh, which doesn't sound very fun for someone that should be having a life. But we really enjoy it. Yeah. Genuinely, I enjoy it. And I know that you genuinely enjoy it. Yeah, I genuinely enjoy it as well. I'm just putting words in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You know know me enough. You know me enough. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I know that like, yeah, it's just getting started. You know, like we've we've thought about a lot of these different ideas and the podcast just seemed great. You know, Mm -hmm. some people are interested in how we do things together and our relationship. 
Um, but like I said, a lot of our friends that aren't in business and are just kind of normal people, I guess, yeah. <laughs> think we're kind of weird. Yeah. Um, but we're not really making a podcast for those people, right? We're kind yeah. of making it for the other side of people that are trying to find someone to work with that they can trust, that they can you know, get started with, that are trying to build something with their partner, that are just trying to better themselves in their own journey, you know? Mm-hmm. Because we've both had separate journeys and now we're sharing those experiences and our experience together. So I think we, we have some value to offer. I definitely, I know that we have some value to offer. Yeah. So I hope if you're still here that <laughs> you agree with us that we have some value to offer. Yeah. And if you, if there's any topics you'd like us to talk about, please shout out. Yeah. Hit us up on behind the podcast on Instagram. Behind the glass. Behind the, behind the <laughs> Who's the host of the show again? <laughs> it's okay, we're doing this together. <laughs> oh man. The urge for me to delete this whole episode is gonna be unreal. <laughs> On that note, guys, I think we should cut it here. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yeah, let the real host sign up. <laughs> thank you for listening and yeah just connect with us on the facebook community behind the glasses community (laughs) not behind the podcast (laughs) oh my lord mental note let's do this podcast a bit earlier so we're a bit less (laughs) rogue yeah (laughs) all right signing out everyone thanks so much for listening guys please leave us review and hit us up on Somewhere. (laughs) 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 All right. Peace out. Cheers, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Behind the Glasses podcast. If you enjoyed it and want more, come connect with us on Instagram at Behind the Glasses podcast or join our Facebook discussion group at Behind the Glasses community. If you would like to listen to future episodes, please follow us on your favorite platform. And if you're feeling extra giving today, please leave us a review. We'd love to see this community grow and help each other reach our goals.